Welcome to the Family Money Adventure Show. It's the money and travel podcast helping you make money moves that feel right for your family. I'm your host, Kevin Payne, and I'm glad you're here. Hello, adventurers, and welcome to the Family Money Adventure Show. Today, we are talking about how to create a travel budget that works. We all love to travel, right? Whether it's close to home, across the country, or maybe even to a foreign land, we love it all. But for us, traveling as a family of six, it can be expensive. It feels like over the past couple of years, it's become even more expensive, especially if you have to book flights to get to your destination. If you're feeling the financial squeeze too, like us, or you just want to learn how to budget better for your family vacations, we've got you covered. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create a travel budget. We're going to spend a little time talking about what a travel budget is, why it's important, and then we're really going to dive into the details of how you can create a travel budget so you can afford to do all of the traveling that you want this coming year. We'll talk about what you need to include in your travel budget, where to keep your money, and some of our favorite tips for planning and saving for family vacations. So let's start with the obvious. What is a travel budget? So a travel budget is basically, it's just money that you set aside specifically to fund your family's travels. Now, when we're talking about travel budgets, there are two types of travel budgets that you can build. The first is just a general travel budget that you can pull from whenever you want as you travel throughout the year. We have one of these and it works out perfectly for us. The second, and maybe this is what you're thinking of when you think of travel budget, is say you have a trip coming up to Florida or to Hawaii and you wanna set aside money specifically for this one trip. Both of these are important and we're gonna take time to discuss both of them. Before we get into the how of budgeting, let's talk about the why. Why should you have a travel budget? Why should you set money aside for travel? What are the benefits? Well, the first benefit is that it makes travel a priority for your family. It might not actually happen unless you budget for it. By creating a travel budget, you're basically, you're telling yourself that travel is a priority in your life. At Family Money Adventure, we're huge believers in value-based budgeting and earmarking money every year for family travel. It's something that we value, so we automatically build it into our budget. Having a travel budget can also help you avoid overspending because you've already done the work of researching costs and taking steps to account for, you know, every travel expense or at least most of them up front. You kind of have a clearer picture of what you can afford and how much you can spend per day, per week, or however long you want to travel. Having a travel budget also keeps you from taking on debt. I can remember going on family vacations when our kids were little and throwing everything on a credit card. Not the best idea. I would hope for extra or unused money in our bank account after the trip to cover those credit card bills, but that wasn't always the case. And sometimes we'd be planning our next vacation before we paid off that card debt. We still use credit cards right now to pay for travel, but we budget money ahead of time to pay them off as soon as those expenses hit our credit card bill. That way we don't fall into debt or end up paying expensive interest charges. Instead, we use those credit cards to earn rewards we use for future trips. Let's talk about how to set up a general travel budget. 
you know, we have a general travel budget that we funnel savings into every month. We keep our money in what's known as a sinking fund. You've probably heard of an emergency fund, which is super important to have as well. So that you have money set aside, you know, for emergencies, whether it's your car breaking down or water heater decides to flood your basement. Uh, I know that one from personal experience, but you may not know as much about sinking funds. A sinking fund is basically just a separate fund where you set aside money for savings goals. You can use a sinking fund for just about anything that you want to save for, whether it's you're saving up for a down payment on a new house or you're saving for your kid's college expenses or you want to pay cash for a car, whatever it is, having a sinking fund in a separate account where you can save towards financial goals is key. Now, where do we keep our travel sinking fund? Well, we actually have separate savings accounts set up for each sinking fund. You did not hear that wrong. We have one for each of them. And you might be asking if it gets confusing to keep track of those or it's difficult to manage so many bank accounts. And the answer is no, it's actually not. It's actually easier for us to keep track of everything instead of just having everything pulled together in one account and trying to keep track of that. What happens is that money earmarked for one goal gets used for another one accidentally. Now, our recommendation for this is that you can find a high yield savings account through online banks. And typically they offer higher interest rates than you'll find at your uh, local bank down the street. And they also usually have little to no bank fees. I'll leave some recommendations on high yield savings accounts in the show notes, but basically almost any online bank offers high yield savings accounts with competitive rates and little to no fees. You don't need to spend a ton of time researching banks. It's more important to pick an account you like and to start saving. So let's walk through the steps of setting up a general travel fund. First, you've done the work of setting up a bank account to keep your sinking fund. The next step is to set a travel budget goal. How much money do you want? Or maybe the better question is how much money can you allocate for travel this next year? Figure that out and then you have a good starting point for the next steps. Step number three is to determine how much you need to save. So what you want to do is take that total amount that you want to set aside for travel and you want to break it down. You're going to break it down either by month or maybe even paycheck. So basically, you're going to take your total travel budget goal and divide it by 12 months, 52 weeks, 26 bi-weekly paychecks, whatever that is for you. That's how much you need to set aside each of those points to hit your goal. Step number four is to automate your savings. Now, many banks these days now allow you to automate your savings so that a set amount of money or a percentage gets transferred to your savings account each time you get a paycheck or a direct deposit. If your employer offers direct deposit, you might even have an option to go through them to automatically designate a specific amount or percentage to a savings account. Do whatever works for you. Here's the key though, is that making it automatic makes it more likely that you'll set money aside. If you have to manually transfer the money each paycheck, you might forget about it. Or maybe you will spend that money before it has a chance to hit your sinking fund. The last step, and perhaps maybe one of the most important, is to track your progress. One of the best ways to stick to goals in life is to track progress. Now, with a travel budget, there are several ways you can do this. First, you could just create a simple spreadsheet that tracks how much you put into your sinking fund each time. 
obviously, if you have a bank account, you can log into your online account or the, the bank's mobile app, and you can see how much money you have in there at any given time. Or you could even use a budgeting app that tracks savings. Some budgeting apps allow you to set up savings goals in and so you can track your savings that way. Or maybe you need something that's visual. You could either create something using poster board or paper or whatever, or maybe buy something on Etsy or another website that you can hang up in your house, whether it's on your fridge or on a wall that you walk by or your mirror, whatever it is, stick it somewhere where you can see it every day. And then as you set aside money for your savings goal, you'll be able to track your progress. Now let's switch gears and talk about how to create a travel budget for a specific trip. For us, our next trip is we are headed to Disney World once again. And so we had to create a travel budget specifically for this trip. Here's what you need to do to create a travel budget for your next trip. The first thing is to pick a destination. Everything starts with where you want to go. That's going to dictate how much your trip might cost because certain destinations cost a lot more than other ones. For example, we live in Cleveland. Visiting Cleveland is not as expensive as visiting Disney World or Hawaii or Spain or anything like that. So the destination that you pick is going to play a big role in how much your trip costs. Once you have a destination in mind, you need to start pricing out your trip. This is where you're going to do your research. Now, you don't have to necessarily have every detail figured out. You don't have to know exactly where you're staying or what specific flight you're taking, but it's a good idea to, to figure out kind of the average prices. You know, if you have in mind when you're traveling, you can use a site like Google Flights to check flight costs. You can use sites like Expedia or other discount travel sites to search for average costs of hotels or other accommodations to where you're traveling, your travel style is going to play a big role in how much your trip will cost. If you enjoy luxury travel, then your trip might cost a little more and you're going to have to budget more for it. Maybe uh, you're like us and you often fall into that budget or mid-range level and you want to save some money while still planning a great epic adventure. Now you also want to factor in all of the other expenses that come with travel, whether that's transportation costs, maybe you have to rent a car or local transit, food, you need to eat while you're traveling. You know, maybe you're going to plan specific activities or experiences for your fam. You also need to account for the other supplies that you're going to need for your trip. We go on a lot of beach vacations. So for us, we buy a lot of sunscreen for our family. So we don't get burned. Uh, we also go to Disney World a lot. And if you've ever been there, you know that it rains all the time down there. So ponchos are a huge thing. We're not buying them in the park because they're crazy expensive. So we bring them ahead of time. We buy them on Amazon cheap and bring them with us. Maybe you need some new clothes for this next adventure or beach gear, or you want to have a boogie board or whatever it is. Uh, you're going to need to set aside money for that. Uh, we have four kids, so most of our trips, we end up buying souvenirs. Now, we, we make them use their money for a lot of those things, but we also set aside money for souvenirs as well. Maybe you're going on a trip that you would like to purchase travel insurance for. That's another expense to worry about. 
The other thing I would do when you're factoring in all these expenses is to create a little buffer. I don't know exactly how much, maybe 20%, maybe it's 10%, whatever works for you. But there's going to be some unexpected costs that come up with your trip. And by planning ahead for it, then you're not going to have problems paying for it late. The next step in setting up a travel budget for your next trip is to set your budget. Now that you have an idea of how much everything costs, add it up, and this will give you an estimated total cost for your trip. Now take a second, look at it. Does it seem realistic? Is it feasible for you to be able to actually save that much money up by the time that you need it? If so, that's awesome. If not, maybe you just need to adjust your plans or create a more realistic budget. You don't necessarily have to have every detail and every minute of your trip planned at this point. We're talking about estimates here. Things could change slightly when you go to finalize details and actually book your travel. But this is going to give you a pretty clear picture of how much you actually need to save. The next step is you actually have to kind of have a time frame. Maybe you've already done this. Maybe you already thought about when you're going to go on your trip. Maybe you don't have specific dates nailed down already, but it's good to have an idea at least. You know, our kids are in public school and my wife is a teacher. So we basically plan around the school schedule. So we have to wait until they're on summer break or spring break or winter break. But it gives us a basic idea. We know that they'll be out at the beginning of June and that we could travel right after that. So it gives me an idea of when I can travel. The next step then is to set a monthly savings goal. Just like with the general travel fund, you want to break down your trip based on when you're going to travel and how much you need to set aside each paycheck or each month for that trip. Now you can create a separate bank account for the trip, or you could just use your general travel fund account, whatever works for you. So that's how you create a travel budget, whether it's a general travel fund or you're saving for a specific trip that's coming. Now, finding money for travel isn't always easy. When our kids were little, I was looking for every kind of deal I could find. And I was also searching for extra ways to make money to fund our adventures. Sometimes the leftover money from our paycheck after paying bills was not enough. So here are a few ways that you can find extra money for your travel budget. First, as we mentioned before, is to automate your savings. You want to make it a habit to save for travel. Make it a priority in automating that process makes it a lot easier. The next thing you could do is to use money for windfalls in your life. Whether you get work bonuses or a Christmas bonus, or perhaps you got a refund in your taxes this year, you can set that aside and quickly boost your budget for travel. The next thing you could do is to sell items around your house. Look around, see if there's any gently used or maybe items that you haven't even used yet. Things that you could sell, whether it's on Craigslist or on Facebook Marketplace or eBay or whatever, it's a quick way to even just get a couple hundred dollars for your trip. Maybe saving for travel requires you to add some extra work to your life. Maybe you need to get a part-time job or add a side hustle. It doesn't have to be something that you consistently do. Maybe it's just for a short time. You're traveling in three months from now, so you pick up an extra job. Or maybe even your job that you're at right now, you just pick up extra shifts for a few months just to add your travel budget a little bit. Another thing you could do is ask for travel gift cards for presents, whether it's your birthday or Christmas or 
Valentine's Day or whatever, you can ask for travel gift cards. This is an easy way to have extra money specifically for travel. Lastly, maybe it's time to cut other expenses out of your budget, even if it's just temporarily. Maybe there's some certain things that you can cut out, whether maybe it's a specific streaming service or I'm not, I'm not going to mention your lattes, leave those alone because I love them. But maybe there's some things that you can find. And a good way to find those gaps in your budget is to track your expenses. We'll talk about that on a future episode, but that's an easy way to find extra money for your trip. Now, as we wrap things up, I wanted to share some tips on how to create a travel budget that works. The first tip is to pay attention to when you actually need the money. The dates of your trip don't always line up with when you actually need the money. Sometimes you need money in advance to pay for some of the travel expenses, whether you booked a hotel and you paid up front for it or an Airbnb or airline tickets, whatever it is, sometimes you actually need that money in advance. You can't pay for it after you travel. So you have to pay attention to when you are actually booking your travel and plan your travel budget that way. So you have money set aside when you need to book those airline tickets or hotel or vacation rental, whatever it is. Next, this is just something that we do is that I create a travel document or a spreadsheet for all of our trips. We use Google Docs and Google Sheets for ours, but you can basically use whatever works for you. Uh, there's a mobile app called TripIt. It's also a great tool for once you actually have your travel booked, it'll help you to be able to see your travel itinerary for an entire trip in one spot. Pretty cool. Another thing that we do is we actually set up a separate email folder for a trip so that any emails I get related to our travels don't get lost. You know, whether it's uh, confirmation numbers or flight changes or whatever information that's related specifically to that trip, I move it over to that folder so it's in one spot when I need. The next tip is to not go into debt just to travel. I know that we all love to travel and we all wish that we had more money that we could set aside for travel and that we all have these huge long bucket lists of places we would go if we had an unlimited amount of money. The reality though is that travel is expensive as we mentioned and while it's great, Traveling is not worth going into debt. You need to do what works with your budget. If you don't have the money right now to travel to Disney World or Los Angeles or Germany or wherever you want to go, then you have to adjust your plans and do what works for your family right now in this specific moment of time. Perhaps down the road as you plan and work on your finances and you create more margin for travel, then you can pursue those other travel goals. The next tip is to use credit card rewards to either pay for or supplement your travel budget. We got into credit card rewards several years ago and have been using them ever since to help us to fund our trips. Now, we don't always go all in and pay for an entire trip using points and miles, but often we'll use it to maybe cover a specific specific expense. Maybe it's the hotel or getting airline tickets for our entire family, whatever it is, we use credit card rewards. Now you have to use them smart. You don't want to spend extra money on credit cards just to earn rewards. All of our spending that we do, we use credit cards for and then we pay it immediately. We have the money set aside already in our budget to pay for those so that we don't end up with interest charges 
which are going to make you lose a lot of value on your points, honestly. You also need to make sure that if you are using credit cards when you travel, that you're not getting charged fees outside of the United States. Now, this is especially important for international travel. If you are using credit cards to make purchases outside of the United States, you want to make sure that your card doesn't charge foreign transaction fees, which are fees that are charged specifically on purchases made outside of the United States. Several credit cards don't charge those fees, but not all of them. So you want to check and make sure you're using the right credit card when you travel. Another tip for your travel budget is to be flexible. Things might change. Maybe the flights that you picked out before, they're all sold out and now you have to pay more. Maybe you have to switch airlines. Maybe you need to pick a different hotel. Maybe it rains. Maybe the weather doesn't cooperate on your trip and you have to adjust your plans. Maybe you're tired and you just need a day off instead of going to Epcot. Whatever it is, be flexible. Your family will appreciate it. The next tip and something that we already have shared is to spend on what you value. What's important to you? As I mentioned, different travel styles might mean having a different type of budget. What's important to you when you travel? What do you want to get out of a trip? What kind of travel do you want to do? Do you want to fly? Are you okay with a long road trip in your car if it's going to save you some money? If you're like our family, which is a family of six and we go on vacation, something that we value is space, which is why we often stay in vacation rentals instead of hotel rooms so that we have a room to get away from each other when we drive each other crazy. Maybe your trip is more about experiences than souvenirs and things like that. Maybe it's comfort. Maybe it's uh, refundable travel. Whatever it is, spend on what you value when you are booking your trips. And if you're looking to save money, where can you sacrifice? Maybe you spend more on your airline tickets so you can fly, but maybe you pick a hotel that's a little further away from where you want to go and it requires a little extra walking. Maybe it's the amenities that are included with that hotel or vacation rental. Maybe it's having a kitchen in a vacation rental so that you can Cook your own meals and save money that way instead of eating out. Maybe it's using a budget airline because, you know, you just need to get from point A to point B and don't necessarily need to have first class luxury travel. Creating a long-term savings plan for travel helped us to make it more of a priority for our family. And now, whether we have a specific trip coming up or nothing at all, we have money ready to go. If we want to plan something spontaneous or want to just jump on a travel deal that pops up, we have the money. If you want to make travel a priority for your family, having a travel budget can help you get there. We want to hear from you. What topics would you like to hear in upcoming episodes? Head over to FamilyMoneyAdventure.com and leave us a comment or message. If you like the show, let us know by leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. It's time to take control of your money and pursue what you've always wanted. Until the next adventure.